0: Guys, this is Lorraine Sink from marvel.com and you're listening to Mighty Marvel Geeks. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. This show is brought to you by Mimico. Mimico are makers of pop culture-infused mobile accessories. Mimo Power backup batteries let you charge with characters from Star Wars, Marvel, and other fandom-centric brands. Visit www.mimico.com and use listener code webegeeks 15 to take 15% off your entire order.
1: Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention.
0: Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair...
1: Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. These people may be isolated, unbalanced either, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need.
2: Shoot
0: up. I'm bringing the party to you.
1: I have indeed been uploaded, sir. We're online and ready. And welcome. To another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks, it is the Intrepid Trio back with you guys yet again. Um, how's everyone doing this week? Uh, uh good. Yeah, yeah. Good, Getting ready, yeah.
0: ready to start this three-day weekend, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: Three-day weekend? I wish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready to start mine and Kylan's three-day weekend. Technically, mine is only two. But, oh, man, don't tell me that. But, okay. but Saturday
2: is usually light for me, so I'm I, I'm counting it as three. Okay. That
0: uh-huh. makes me feel a little better because I was just about to go all neener, neener, neener
1: <laughs> on the three of y'all, two of y'all. But the, the, the fun part for me, though, is holiday pay. I get uh, extra money.
0: Okay. I think you win. <laughs> I, I think, I think you, you win. I think you need to be the one going neener, neener, neener. Uh I'm not going to because
1: i got to suffer with all the rain this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's still supposed to be coming. Not, not from the storm, but just coming. Is it
2: supposed to be humid down there, too?
1: Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, a tropical storm just came through. Yeah. Or tropical depression. So, yeah. <laughs> it dumped enough rain. It's Once it starts to warm up, it's going to get humid. <laughs> uh, well, Disney World has been moved to Louisiana. <laughs> See, that's
2: not, that is not attractive at all. No. Well,
0: you know, it's just like everything looks like Port Orleans now. That's
1: true. (laughs) This is true.
0: As much as I enjoy staying there,
2: I I don't want the weather that goes with it. No.
0: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. I've stayed there two or three times once at uh, French Quarter and the other two at uh, Riverside. So, yeah. Nice nice surroundings, though.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, why don't we delve right into it? Uh, we got, I guess, three rantable-type articles to bring up, and uh, then we can hit some, some fun stuff.
0: Yeah, speaking of depression, dumping, and a storm uh, of a different kind... Uh, This broke, uh, we are taping, of course, on September 2nd, Friday evening, before the Labor Day weekend, for those of us here in the States. Um, And this story broke yesterday that Disney Interactive has announced that they are discontinuing, shutting down, stopping, and in all ways putting the kibosh on both Marvel Avengers Alliance and Marvel Avengers Alliance 2. Now, Avengers Alliance came out uh, March... believe of 2012 it was to tie in to the first avengers movie Mm -hmm. okay y'all wish how how much of y'all played that
2: i i you know i played it quite a bit uh probably for a greater part of a year year and a half and i was really into it i was heavy into it so yeah i -hmm. think i played it for
1: for about three months and I'm like, okay, to do the various missions is taking way too long. Yeah, I just don't have the patience. Especially through Facebook.
0: Yeah, it was a great game on Facebook. Unfortunately, it, it was kind of like, it was a time suck. Mm-hmm. Really. And unless you have the patience of Job, you're going to be reaching into your wallet and you're going to be paying for those command points and, and gold pieces and stuff like that. Right. And it's had a good run. It has.
1: Yeah. Now Alliance. Uh, didn't Alliance came... two just come out though.
0: Yeah, Alliance two has come out for you know about six months ago, and yesterday, and yesterday, uh, quote from let's see, I'm trying. Disney announced on its website says, quote, today we are announcing the shutdown of Marvel Avengers Alliance and Marvel Ali- Avengers Alliance two on all platforms, including the App Store, Google Play, Amazon App Store, Windows Phone Store, and Facebook. Uh, beginning today, we are no longer accepting new purchases or downloads, but the games will be available to play until September
1: 30th. Uh, that's also... that's How's that? That's Alliance 2. Really? Can't connect. Wow. Okay. Wow. So,
0: there you go. Now, September 30th is also the same day the PC version of Disney Infinity becomes unplayable. And hmm. I, I will say this, I enjoyed the heck out of the Marvel you know, stuff from 2 and 3. Right but again it's there's a lot of uproar about it you know thousands of people are talking of course people are taking this opportunity to bash disney because hey wow, you've taken away my favorite toy but uh, gamespot.com this is where i'm getting the uh, the information from uh Disney spokesperson reached out to GameSpot to, and, and made the following statement, quote, For more than four years, Marvel Avengers Alliance has been one of DCPI's most successful games created for Facebook, and our hope was to continue the series with Marvel Avengers Alliance 2. But the title has not met our performance expectations. As a result, we have decided to focus our efforts on new game experiences. Okay. Did you hear that, guys? That's Disney admitting that people aren't playing the game. And more importantly, people aren't putting money into the game. Right. So, and, and of course, the inevitable online petition at Change.org has reared its ugly head. Because what's the first thing geeks do? They start a petition. <laughs> they start a
2: petition. Because, <laughs> you know, Marvel is going to, uh, Disney is going to say, oh, I'm sorry. We messed up and we infringed upon your rights. <laughs> by uh, yeah. closing down this game, and we're sorry.
1: See, could you, so, could you imagine this? If the Dudley boys of the WWE were to start their, as a brand-new tag team now, it would be, Devon, start the petition. Start the petition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, it, guys, it's had a good run. But every game must come to an end. When was the last time either one of y'all played
1: either one of these games?
2: Uh, You know what? I never played two. And it's been a long time before I
1: touched one. I I tried two. I think I played it for about two weeks. And then just moved on after realizing, oh, this is very similar, but a little more streamlined. A little more quicker than than one. I quit uh,
0: playing the first Avengers Alliance game when I downloaded the app and realized the two would not connect.
1: Yeah. I was- could
0: not. I, I, it would, It was completely... So basically, I downloaded it on my phone. I'm going to have to start from scratch.
2: Uh, yeah, you know what? I would be done at that point.
0: And I can't play it, the Facebook one on my phone. You know, it's kind of like, no. Yeah. Now, you've got... We have other games out there for Marvel. We've got Marvel Heroes, Marvel Contest of Champions, those two and Marvel Future Fight. Mm-hmm. Yet. Y'all still play Future Fight? I am still I'm playing, playing it. F- yeah, I'm, st- I'm playing it all every day pretty much, yeah. I,
1: I haven't played it in a while, but I still play it on occasion. There's also m- so, the other Marvel game that I play quite a bit is uh, Marvel Avengers Academy.
0: Well, see, there's that too. So I wish I could say, yeah, it was fun while it lasted, but it's not fun anymore. No. It's, it's become kind of blatantly obvious to me that the whole point of this game is to get you invested to the point where you don't want to to amass those command points at the
1: slowest speed possible. True. Well, a bunch of those games are, are dying off. I mean, yeah. when in Avengers Academy, one of your things to get crystals is to go install Family Guy on your phone.
0: Yeah, I, it's
1: <laughs> that means that game is dying off. And how many different games were similar to it? Oh, you had uh Smurfs, you had Family Guy, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. I mean, there's so yeah. many different variations with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think I, I really think rather
0: than lamenting its passing, I think we should be happy it lasted as long as it did.
1: Exactly, you know? But th- this just adds to another another Marvel game that that got sunsetted because uh, the the card game, uh, yeah, War Heroes, mm-hmm. sunsetted back in March, or was mm-hmm. that la- or was that last year when that sunsetted? No, it was this year. It was, it was back yeah. in May.
0: Yeah, yeah. I say that's a game I never even got started with. So I, it's it's hard for me to be sympathetic. It really is, especially right. the ones that say, "Oh, we must start the petition." No, you mustn't, because it doesn't work. We've said it before on this show. We, I've said it before on other podcasts. Signing an online petition <clears throat> is like bouncing a ball against the wall of your house, bouncing it back to you. Yes, it's entertaining. Yes, you feel like you're doing something. But yes, it only benefits you and only while you're doing it. Exactly. You,
1: you, you'd be better off picking up a stick and finding a horse that's laying on the ground, not breathing. Pretty
0: much. With these... These decisions are made. They're made, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and
2: they make those decisions based on behaviors that, you no, know, that were leading up to. You know, so you know when it, which kind of, it ties into. You no, know, by time, like, like, if people don't listen to what we were talking about all summer long and saying when it's time for the new season of Agents of Shield to start, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't be belly aching if you weren't sitting there watching from day one and the decision is made because you go sign a petition, they're going to like, where where, where were you guys when the show was on? Exactly. if, If
1: you're going to start a petition for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's you start it now with make sure the show doesn't end. Exactly.
0: You want to get a petition out about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like this in the future? Start it up before, you know, start up when things are going well and say, with this petition, we pledge and we commit to watching and supporting the thing because when they've made the decision it's too late to start supporting it exactly the petition on this is like too little too late right you say oh we want to send a message to disney to make sure they get to hear our voices uh you know what you've been sending a message for six months chuckles and that message is we ain't supporting it yeah, we won't.
1: We won't talk
0: about messages
1: Just Disney. Yeah, that's, if, if y'all can see my facial expression, that that be <laughs> enough said,
0: right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so yes, it's Avengers Alliance going away. It was fun while it lasted, but as much as I hate to quote Frozen, let it go. Oh my
1: god. Well, let, let's just think about this real quick. They cancel Most Wanted. Was there a petition? No, not really. No. They cancel Agent Carter. Was there a petition? Yes. No. Yeah. It, well. Yeah. Yeah. Did it do any good? No. No. Same re.
2: Uh. Same response, pretty much.
1: Strike one. Let's see. Um. The F- Suicide Squad gets rated poorly. Petition started to disband Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Someone check. Rotten Tomatoes still online? Uh, Uh, Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: Strike 2. I'm just going to say it now. Avengers 2, Avengers, uh, 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 Assemble 1 and 2 petition. Yeah, Strike 3, you're out. Dude. Next batter, please.
0: They're they're on Strike 360-something. Online petitions do not work.
2: No, 90,
0: 99 and three quarter times out of 100 they don't work they they
2: and i they just don't and it, it makes you feel good though it feels
0: good to be able to do something but it makes you feel like you're doing something at the time
1: yeah yeah I mean, it, it, it didn't work with clone wars keeping it around but what do we what did we get we got 13 bonus episodes that went straight to netflix we we got four more episodes that were all rough animation mm-hmm. that appeared on com. so we got something but I mean is the series still running? No. No. They just put out what was already been worked on and either finished or at a state where they could put it out.
0: Look, this this is a thing common to all video games out there. Oh Yeah how many video games from four years ago are you still playing
1: um regularly? okay not many. Not many. Now, no I mean there were there was an online petition when ea games took Madden took NHL 08 and took some of their other sports games away from the PC mm-hmm. like hello why why can't we see even my dog's upset about this? She's saying, geeks, just stop the petitions. (laughs) Stop
0: the insanity.
1: This is not what Al Gore
2: wanted. No, no, this is not. No, no. And also, uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) uh-uh.
0: For the love of frickin' Al Gore, quit using the internet like this.
2: And 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 even the dog agrees with that. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. You know, it's... I mean, okay. And speaking as a diehard fan of Firefly, trust me, I've been there. All right? Yes. Phenomenal show. And you know what? We're gonna rant about this until ever because that's what Firefly fans do. But we also know we also read the writing on the wall, and so you just take you you embrace it for what it was. Be happy that you had that moment in time. Watch the show. Watch the movie. Read the comic. Move forward. Yep. That's it. Yep. So
1: well, why don't we say that's it to the gaming part and let's move uh, on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh Ooh, okay, so, you remember that whole all-new, all-new, all-different Marvel thing and how they were bringing up old characters and, you know, so we had a title, uh, called Nighthawk to come out of that, uh, who, uh, was, which was written by fr- friend of the show, um, David Walker, okay, now, I was a fan of this book, all right, I really, I was a fan of this book from issue one, um... Uh, and it, it, it was it was, a, it was a good book. It was a well written book, and I and, and I can see why the critics loved it. But uh, sometimes, just because something is well written and good, doesn't translate to popularity. And sometimes, something can be good to read, but it doesn't make for a fun read. Okay, and sometimes, and there's a place for that. Now, thing is, at the end of the day. Marvel is still a business, okay. Uh, so that's pretty much what happened with Nighthawk. Uh, the uh, the decision came out that uh, they were going to cancel this book. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be after issue six, uh, which yeah. would be a full story arc. Uh, I think that would be the close of the current story arc. Story arc. Um, it's um, well, I'll put I'll put it in. In David's words, um, he said uh, some people are concerned because Nighthawk was not among Marvel solicitations for November. This is an this is an unfortunate reality of comics. Uh, he goes on to say, quality is not always enough to guarantee success. Comic books are an industry that's driven by money
1: and sales. Sad but true. Um, now I remember him saying on Facebook that he had Marvel's backing and they supported yeah. him the whole time.
2: Yeah. So and, you know, and, and and they did. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, there was um, there was some in your face. Stuff that was going on in this book, and that's why, you know, as as much as I love, I, 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 as as much as I love what's going on in Daredevil and what's going on in Star Wars, Port Dameron and you know. Um, and, and I'm loving Power Man and Iron Fist and, and the things are going on in those books I'm enjoying that and it's fun but I was reading uh, Nighthawk for something different. The thing is that something different does not it, it, it really just doesn't last long as far as a regular monthly series go. It could, could probably probably be more along the lines of a miniseries. So, uh, I would liken it to, I don't know, if you, did you guys have Never read truth no. uh it w- uh there was a, well you know it was sort of a it's sort of piggybacked on the uh steve rogers origin of captain america uh it takes place during world war ii steve rogers has disappeared and so this is uh the continues this follows the continued search for uh unlocking the mystery of the super soldier serum, but they 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 begin to experiment on black soldiers, which was sort of like taking a page from some of the things that had gone on back during World War II um, and that left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths because, yet again, it's a good story not a fun one, but a good one um, and interestingly enough Marvel went on to embrace that, that part of the story as canon, um, but uh you know the thing is I believe that stories like that need to be told but it can't I, I think it, it doesn't really have that monthly sustainability
0: it's one it's, of those stories I hate to say it this way because it sounds antagonistic to some degree but people get tired of it quickly they do they do and it's 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 mentally
2: it's mentally and it's emotionally Exhausting. Um and, and, and that in it is and it's not saying anything about uh the person on either side of the fence or or saying anything about their character or who they are as an individual. It's just being real about it.
0: And um, if you well, read comics for escapism, yes. there's only so much real life you want in your stories. See, exactly. That, that, that's
1: what I was going to add. Is is this with with what's going on in this country right now? Mm-hmm. This country being the U.S. Mm-hmm. Is is his approach to this book too soon?
2: You know i would say i was i would say no in the sense that you know it, it, i would say no in the sense that you know when we turn on the news or you turn on the radio you see what's going on you hear it you, you and and or when you're in the office you, you know what's going on the, and but uh, this book kind of takes it and puts it in a puts it in a, a world that we're all familiar with and i guess almost gives you the opportunity to kind of see the issues in a way that may be a little bit more... Uh easier to understand because uh, sometimes it's uh sometimes it's almost you're you're inundated with all these images right. on TV and it's almost like it just looks like people shouting right but at it's, the same in a lot of times it is it, it is and and I think that you know uh Nighthawk you, you had uh you you had I think four or five main characters all with different points of view and different voices but at the same time I will be honest with you is' it's, it, it's it was not. It was a good book. It was a such a good book, but not a fun read. And See, th-
1: that's why I'm almost thinking it, it might have been too soon to take the approach that he's taken. Maybe I'm not, I'm, may- not, I'm not saying he's wrong. No, no. I mean, please don't don't get that opinion. I'm, I'm just thinking. With what's going on, the fact that right. that's become such a touchy subject, right. how it's being pulled into the political game and everything. I it's- think, I think if this book was done starting in December, when the, the political context and, and manipulation of of the whole um, the whole thought behind everything, yeah, was calmed down and not such a an issue issue. Right, it could it could have had a little more impact and say, yeah. All all this still matters right everywhere but yeah now it's time and, to bring I, it up and go here here's the different side instead of going well one party says this another party says this a third party says this and then we have all these people who are doing this because they're not paying attention here and-,
2: and and you know and i think that there is something to be said for that because the truth is uh you know right right now there is so much going on and so many different parties. Uh p- parties in the sense of individuals, not parties in the political sense. But right. every everybody who has everybody has a voice and uh, along with that voice is uh I I and I hate for lack of a better word and I don't mean this in a negative sense, but an agenda. Okay. And mm-hmm. so and, and those agendas may work together, they may work against. But then you get that along with what's going on and we got about 70-something days until maybe some of this will be behind us to a right. certain degree. I don't know. But it it starts to snowball,
1: you know? But you know, that being said, and Eric might hate me for this. Okay, well, not hate me, hate me. Just hate my thought process on this. How about a book book? that is co-written by Nick Spencer and David Walker.
2: You know what? I would be all for that. I, I would love to see those two together.
1: I, th- I think that can make a very intriguing concept. I say I, I have to pass. I didn't, but, but I didn't you, say... You, you like, like one of the writers already, though. I mean, yes,
2: I do. Yeah.
0: But I think... I think both of them have a penchant for injecting too much politics into their storylines, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that I think that may have something to do with with Nighthawks as well,
1: right? Now, the, the, the people are getting I, so much of it now; they they don't yeah. want it in the books, right.
0: That's right. That's it, it's like I said: if if I want to hear people sh- trying to shout down one another and trying to push a political agenda, I will turn on my television.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'll go to Universal. Wait, did I say that out loud? Oh, oh no, you didn't.
0: <laughs> Reach something. over there and smack him for me.
2: <laughs> well, it, it, but, see, I feel I, I, I get what you're saying.
0: I, and to a certain degree, you have to have it in a title like Captain America. I get that. Yeah.
1: but, But you really but, don't. Not, not, not the way Spencer's doing it.
0: No, no. I said to a degree. Now, I don't think that you have to inject so much of it. And some people, they get down on that. They they love that. That's how they roll. That's not how I roll. Right. And so I don't know that right now politically charged material is that good an idea. Now, you want it to be relevant. Right. You want it to be, quote-unquote, edgy, for lack of a better word, because that thing's been used so much right. that now the word edgy is no longer edgy but at the same time i'll give you i'll give you another analogy when you watch the oscars Mm -hmm. the ones that get the highest awards like you know the best picture and the best actor best actress Mm. are typically not the movies that are public favorites right like say you could have a all right we all agree that we think robert downey jr is like the quintessential tony stark right yeah. Right, yeah, that nobody could bring Tony Stark to the screen and channel that character better than him. But you and I, bo- all three of us, know that Robert Downey Jr. is not going to get an Oscar nomination for playing Tony Stark. Nope. No, no, because there are movies that are made to entertain, and movies—God forgive me for saying this—artsy movies. Arty, yes. And yeah. that is that is a term that makes me just want to smash something. Because yeah. I'm an art major. But anyway, it, Nighthawks strikes me as one of those comic books that are that are done for the same reasons that somebody makes, I don't know, a room with a view or The King's Speech. Right. They don't it's not one that's going to bring a profit to the to the studio budget. Right. Right. You do but, it for other reasons. Right,
2: right. And I would say yes because I mean the the, the quality of the writing, the, the 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 stories, the depth, wow. He's a know? darn good
0: writer. Walker's he, a he, darn good writer. He is.
2: Yes. And, but you know, I think it's one of those things that the general pr- public really just isn't ready for. Uh, for for some Here's the thing. When the book first came out, a lot of people touted it as... A Batman knockoff. Now, and now, that may have been before they even read issue one. They may have read what Slicit said. I don't know. But well, then, on the very
0: surface, it does kind of look that way.
2: It does. But, and, and I'm sitting, I remember picking the book up. Uh, I remember my wife asking me if I want and I remember seeing, and I said, well, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a shot. You never know. And at the end of the book, I remember just sitting there like,
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, like yeah. you said, I said, I think I think for me, um, it's a timing issue. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think if they had just put it off for launch in December, it might have been it might have been a little more successful. It, it,
2: it, and I think the other things that didn't help, and these are uncontrollables, is that we had more incidents. Uh, well, okay, one I, of the things the that happens in the
1: book, huh? I, As the book was launching.
2: Yeah, as, as the book was launching, there were more. Because one of the things that happens in the book, for those of you who have not read it, and the series is ending, so spoilers, whatever, Uh it, it surrounds some dirty police officers, uh, uh and uh there's a serial killer involved, and I believe there's a, a police shooting of a civilian. So, you know, you got all that stuff going on. And and it would be one thing if, okay, we had this incident in real life, but then, you know, we, we have some months behind us. But no, that just was kept the coming and, 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 and like you said, it, I think, you know, it was bad. It was it's just bad, bad timing. timing. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah so I think you know people there are probably people out there who would normally be really into this but there's so much of it already in our day to day that to go to your shop, your comic shop and pick it up might have been a step too far and that's the reason why I, I would say that this book in this time would probably be better off as a miniseries right? Than, and, and you know for all we know we may come we, we may be back here six months nine months later once Marvel Releases the uh, trade, and the trade sells like gangbusters. There'll be people like, "Well, how did I miss this book?" Not well. Uh, sit down. Let me tell you a story. You know, I don't know. And,
1: and well, it, and, and he's right. And I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, there, we still. I mean, it could still win at least a award or a or maybe a non award. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A no award at the yeah. end of the year, but oh
0: yeah, it's. But really, at Walker's right, it is the reality of the industry. It is. When it's all said and done, we can say the writing's wonderful. We can say the art is wonderful. Mm-hmm. We can say these make a great team, or this is relevant, or this you know, you know this makes a statement, yada yada. Mm-hmm. But if we're not putting our money where our mouths are, it does not matter. No, right? it doesn't. Because never. Marvel, any business, any business out there with any kind of comp business strategy is in business to make money, sure, right. to make money, which means turning a profit, which means returning investment to shareholders. And if a title is not selling, if people are not buying a title, then it's very hard to justify to your shareholders keeping it going.
2: And that's true. I mean, um, it's just, you know, well, you know, I I would like I, how many of us remember And I have to jump over to the Distinguished Competition for this. Remember the uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow run? Oh, I loved it. Okay. Now, really, when you sit and you think about that, uh, that whole run may not have lasted a year. I'm actually looking it up now to see. And that whole run may not have even... You know what? That was like 76 through 87 so 11 so roughly looks like it may have been 11 12 issues maybe and see now the the significance of that storyline it really hammered on um Social issues of the day. Okay. And even then, that was like a 12 issue run. Um, those, these kind of stories, I, I think they're, they're good. They, they need to be told, but they really just don't last a long time. They just don't, you know,
0: and you yeah, know, that ties into people get fatigued. They do. They, they do. get tired. They get tired of seeing this. At the end of the day, we want escapism from our comics. We do. We want escape. We want stories. That are the fantastic. We want. That's not to say we don't want any mundane in our fantastic, but we want fantastic. We do. Just not a lot of mundane. Right. Enough mundane to keep it relatable. Right.
2: Hey, hey, that's. You know. That's. I. I want. That. You know, That. I have that love for street level characters because I get just enough of that day to day reality. But then again, at the same time, you know, I also get Danny Rand ordering a uh, a fantastic. Cast a car from some online site, <laughs> and just so that he and Luke Cage can tool around the city while they're on their job. You know, okay, you know, I'm there for that. You know, but.
0: Yeah, I, that's I, I'm really talked out about that now. It's yeah, it, it it can be a great series, but like the the artsy movies that 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 rock at the Oscars, but not at the box office. It, it at the end of the day, it's a numbers game, and if you're not bringing in the numbers, then you have to be cold
1: from the numbers. Right. Right. Well, speaking of numbers, I, I find this interesting, and I don't know if it's because of the popularity of the character or or what. Um, Marvel is apparently developing a new Warriors comedy series. Really? And comedy. Comedy. And you say, I don't
2: know well, how I feel about
1: it. How would it become a comedy? Tons because, of speedball. No. Two words. Squirrel. Girl. Yes. Ah. Co- uh, Coming to you, coming to you from TVline.com. You I wish guys, you guys could see Eric. And, and you guys knew, you should have known I would happen to find this particular story. Uh, or, okay. Or when you guys saw this in the show notes, it had to have screamed Mike and what the H.
0: Yeah. No, not what the H. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, please tell us more. Well, mm-hmm. According to tvline.com, their their first their first sentence is brilliant. This is nuts. Marvel and ABC... I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Marvel and ABC Studios are developing a new Warriors comedy series that will put the spotlight on little-known comic book heroine, Squirrel Girl. Uh, TV Line has learned exclusively, and Mighty Marvel Geeks is sharing the, the news. Um that both marvel and abc studios uh have, have declined but sources confirm that a half hour project is currently being shopped around to cable and streaming outlets unfortunately i am sensing hulu if this becomes the case
2: yeah i, I, um, I, don't, yeah. I don't know
1: De- <laughs> described as the junior version of the avengers the new warriors are a superhero squad made up of teenagers I don't see this going to to freeform. Thankfully, um,
0: <laughs> I was just about to say I do see this going to freeform.
1: well, it could because they did have like baby daddy and, and what was the one Melissa and Joey? Yeah, um, oh, I got a headache. <laughs> um, one of whom, one of whom would include Dorian Green, aka Squirrel Girl. For the record, Squirrel Girl could do mo- more than just communicate with the world's vast squirrel population. She also possesses super speed and strength. Uh, squirrel Girl, who in the comics would go on to serve as the nanny to Luke Cage and Jessica Jones' daughter, made headlines recently when Pitch Perfect star Anna Kendrick expressed a desire to play the cheeky character. Okay, now I'm starting to see Freeform again. Cheeky. 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 I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, Freeform. Uh, According to her, my brother sent me a Squirrel Girl comic because he thinks I should, I don't know what Squirrel Girl does other than be half-squirrel, but I can be half-squirrel. Uh, and then Joe and Anthony Russo, in turn, said Kendrick would be the perfect casting. Now, we have seen Squirrel Girl recently in Ultimate Spider-land, Spider-Man uh, as she was voiced by Misty Lee. Now, there's only one thing missing from this article. All new dupe? No. The mention oh. of the Norse squirrel god. Just, just saying. I, I think All it right. would help. I, right. Okay. okay. I, I, I've held
0: my peace as long as I can. <laughs> Let Marvel Marvel if you're going if you're really really dedicated to doing this don't bring the new warriors in on this no make it squirrel girl solo yeah yeah yes i mean well, okay it, it, this is coming from somebody who who started collecting new warriors when they first started out. Night Thrasher, Kid yes. Nova, Marvel Boy, Namorita, Speedball, and Night Thrasher. Yeah, It was like a budget Black Panther uh, on a skateboard. But it was a cool skateboard because it had a blade that come out. Right. And he had but, a mentor that kicked butt. Yes, yes. All right, the the Junior League Avengers, it had a fresh vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was partially just because it was a new startup and I liked because uh, Marvel Boy was the young, present-day version of Vance Astro from the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's kind of what drew me in to, in to begin with. Oh, and let's not forget Firestar. Forgot about Firestar. Oh,
2: yes, right.
0: Yeah, so it was... I enjoyed this series, even though... Now, there were moments of levity. There were mm-hmm. moments of uh, of it's all for grins and giggles. Mm-hmm. So you could have moments of comedy in that, but Squirrel Girl girl is not a team
1: person. If they're going to do the show and do it right. Do it solo. If they're in talks, now's Mm -hmm. the chance for those at Marvel TV, Mm -hmm. which I'm Jeff Loeb, if you're listening, um, how about Squirrel Girl and Gwenpool team up? Since they've already overlapped in the comics. Oh, dude, you, you, you totally threw me for a loop. I thought you were going to say something else. What were you, uh, Howard the Duck? Yeah. No. No? No. You did I, surprise I, me by not going there. I, 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 I still want a Howard movie. I don't want a Howard TV show. No, no I don't think a Howard TV show would work. Why not? I I, I just don't think it would. I, I, don't, I, I don't I don't think people would have the patience for a TV show.
2: I think a Howard, uh, properly done, I, I will tell you right now, I'm saying right now on at 12.31 a.m. Eastern Time on September the 3rd of 2016, I believe that a properly done Howard the Duck series would do well on a streaming network. I'm serious.
1: I would almost rather see the pairing, especially if it's going to be a comedy, of Squirrel Girl and Because Squimple has become such a hit on the shelves. Even if that, True. even if that only becomes a twelve issue run, I see Gwenpool kind of riding on the success of Spider Gwen and the Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. I, I could see Squirrel if, if they're going to go nuts with Squirrel Girl. Let's as, let's, let's, <laughs> let, 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 let's let's throw in some Gwenpool and they could. I, you
2: know, I would do that. I I would be down for that. I'd be down for that. Why not? Because I then mean, you could,
1: then you could throw the whole concept. of of Gwenpool, you know, just like in the book, she she falls from... I mean, they they could do almost a last action hero type feel with it, but Marvel style. Well, now, I
2: got a question for you. Does Gwenpool... I mean, are you talking TV series or are we talking comics?
1: I'm, I'm talking TV. I'm, I'm saying they could go last action hero style with a TV okay. series. Can, where, would they where, be able to use Gwenpool, though? I don't that see That is a why. very good
2: question. Because, see, is I, Gwenpool... Is Gwenpool
1: Deadpool adjacent, or is Gwenpool... I thought Gwenpool was standalone. Fo- it's not an X-Men. I don't think she's an X-Men property. No, she's, but she's inspired She's inspired by Deadpool, though. Inspired's one thing. Hmm. That's a good question.
2: I don't know, dude. I don't know. I tell you right now, if the, the minute the minute Marvel starts talking about that, I guarantee you Fox is going to act a fool. Just saying.
1: I,
0: I don't know. How about this? Rather than Gwenpool, mm-hmm. what about She-Hulk?
1: Oh. See, they're already talking She-Hulk, though, over on uh, on Netflix, possibly. Oh, my word. But, but think about this now. You would have, and you would have it
0: with Gwenpool, too, but you would have a series that's not only with a female lead – Mm-hmm. but two female leads. Right. I mean, you've already got a female lead with Jessica Jones. You've got, you have got you would have a two-female lead with Dwen Poole and, and uh, Score Girl. But I, I, the She-Hulk's adventures, to me, have always been kind of almost misadventures as well. So I think yeah. those two yeah. would play off of each other really well, too.
1: Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I almost see She-Hulk and... And you can send hate mail to mmg at weebiebeaks <laughs> And if I'm saying that, that definitely means I'm either going to hit a mic drop moment, or or I'm going to be putting something out there that, that's so. I think
2: I know what you're about. I think I know what you're about to say. Go, go ahead.
1: I, I think She Hulk would be that one Marvel property that Shalonda Rhimes could get around.
0: Well, then we wouldn't have to worry about it being canceled off of ABC. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Oh.
0: I'm sorry, did I just go there where you were going?
1: It's called, you got Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, and then you hire your attorney, She-Hulk.
0: There you go, Jennifer Walters, attorney at law. Mm-mm-mm. Just don't make her angry. Yeah. Well, you know, what she will so not have to be angry. So
1: there, Miss Rhymes. If you're listening, <laughs> how's that? Now you got a Marvel party. You
2: can see get now she's gonna call. She she's gonna write the show, and, and and we're we're all gonna like end up like sweeping the back lot of Greys or something, <laughs> and. <Yeah. laughs> Well, that
0: one would be an upgrade for us, wouldn't it?
2: I, I don't know. I can, She's going to take the hell of
0: us. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. No. Just wait till she tries to make a left turn with it. Oh, that's true. So
1: yeah. ju- just as, <laughs> b- before we, we move on, um, here's a few other things that are in development f- with Marvel Studios or Marvel Television. Damage <laughs> control is still, as of January of this year, is still on the books. There is an untitled comedy series that was that was confirmed by ABC Studios as being in development back in January of this year. There's a John Ridley project that was confirmed back in January of this year. We have Iron Fist that is coming out um, next year. We have the Defender series that's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. We have the Punisher series, which is coming out next year, if I remember right. Punisher's yeah. next year, too? I think so. Wow. Okay. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, ordered to series. Uh it's the adaptation of the beloved characters, which they bear not ruin, <clears throat> who find themselves burdened and awakened to newly acquired superpowers while falling in love. Uh but their feelings for each other m- make their already complicated world even more challenging. Um as of this time there there's still no cast. They they haven't cast it yet. Uh the Runaways, which is g- pilot ordered for Hulu with a series believed mm-hmm. to follow, that was announced last month in August. And of course the news of um, the new Warriors, which the picture they're showing, yeah, there's no way Squirrel Girl goes with this. It, it really doesn't. Um, and then Project's Not Moving Forward is Marvel's Most Wanted. So, uh, the.
2: Oh, oh, that breaks my heart. I was so. Lo- I, I, I have to. I'm being a Firefly guy, but I am so looking forward to Marvel's Most Wanted. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that. I would have liked to have seen Dominic Fortune. Yes. 'Cause that's that's a guy that he hardly ever gets any kind of attention, any kind mm-hmm. of publicity, any kind of in panel love.
1: I, I, I just want to do it one more time since Marvel's Most Wanted is not here. And and I'll try not to go too twisted. I'm really gonna miss Marvel's Most Wanted. That would have been an awesome <laughs> series. <laughs> hey, I kept it clean this time. I kept I kept I thought hey, i was, good I kept it good, I thought. It was good. You were good. <laughs> so well <laughs> It is, uh. it is that time, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, it's good. Well, fortunately, Officials it's good. good hours because are between 8 and 5 every other Thursday. <laughs> so, well, sorry I interrupted you, Eric. Uh, go ahead. Uh, courtesy of the Shazbots. comic It is time for Picks of the Week. So uh, we're going to quickly go through these picks uh, because we still got Book Club to do as well. We do. We We do. do. So um, we're going to be quick with Book Club as well. Um, So you know what? I think I'll start with with my first pick since I'll take it around since I've also got Book Club. uh, Or last month's Book of the Month. Uh, My first pick is Marvel Universe Avengers Ultron Revolution number three. Uh, Time out of mind. It's 1944. Bucky has been captured by Baron Zemo. Decades before the Avengers ever formed, Captain America stands alone. Or does he? There's something very familiar about all this. And of course, this is a comic adaptation of the TV series. So, and I think the Avengers is done by Joe Caramagna as well. I'm not exactly positive. Because they don't have the writer on here. Ah. So, um, Eric, your first pick of the, of the week.
0: My first pick of the week is Doctor Strange number 11, written by Kevin Nolan, penciled by Leonardo Romero. Last Days of Magic Aftermath. How did Stephen Strange become the Sorcerer Supreme, and how has he lost it all? Can't cover it much quicker than that. No,
1: Kylan, first pick of September.
2: It is Civil War Two, issue number five. Uh, writer is Brian Michael Bendis. The penciler is David Marquez. And the cover artist is Marco Jurjevic. Jer- I think I got it right. Uh, devastating fallout from the first half of this event is enormous and being felt in every corner of the Marvel Universe. The truth about Ulysses' future seeing power is revealed and is a game changer sides are irrevocably drawn and a gauntlet is thrown to for the biggest battle in Marvel history. And that's just the stuff we can tell you. All this <laughs> and the story goes galactic. Okay, this is going to be huge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, my second pick of the week, uh, of course, this is going to be for uh, September 6th? 7th? 7th. 7th. i uh, staring right at it. Um, Marvel Tsum, Tsum number 2. Uh, the villainous sumsums make their presence known still learning about earth, some of the sumsums take inspiration from the less noble superhumans and cause about as much mayhem uh, the the art in this is just absolutely amazing. Uh, the writer is Jacob Shabat or Shabbat and uh, the artist is David Baldian so uh Eric here number two. Okay,
0: my number two is Squadron Supreme number 11, written by James Robinson and penciled by Leonard Kirk. A Civil War II tie-in. Thanks to the predictions of Ulysses, Warrior Woman now intends to resurrect Namor, no matter the risk. To this end, she needs Reed Richards' time machine locked away in the Baxter Building. And the Squadron Supreme and their new ally, the real power princess, will risk everything to stop her. Even if it means facing the current owner of the Baxter Building, Spider-Man. Meanwhile, Nighthawk remains missing, mainly because he's canceled. (laughs) Looking for information on Ulysses and the Civil War raging around them. The first step to a major event in the future of the Squadron.
1: Okay. Yes, I went there. Kyla, oh, your you. number two pick.
2: Number two is Moon Knight, number six. Uh writer is Jeff Lemire. Penciler and cover artist is Greg Smallwood. Incarnations start now. Mark Spector broke his body to escape the prison Khonshu built for his mind. And Stephen Grant awoke in New York City, ready to produce Marvel's next box office smash. It's a happy ending, unless Mark is still trapped somewhere.
1: Okay. Well, my third pick of the week is... And, and I know I took this from, I think, Kylan. I apologize. Um, but it's from writer Cullen Bunn. Uh, penciler and artist is Iban Corello. Coelho. It's Deadpool and the Mercs for Money, number three. The Mercs have spoken. Mm-hmm. Deadpool sucks at being their leader. and I mean, Deadpool is still awesome. Please keep buying his comics. <laughs> Actually, I think you, got, you, you took it from me, but that's okay. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> it's... I, I will be honest. Usually, the our like we said, our picks of the week is either stuff we already pull, mm-hmm. or it's stuff that if if we had the extra money, we would pick up. Yeah. Or or is that one thing and be. For me, this would be one of those titles, if I had the extra money I'd pick up. Um, I'm going to say, Howard the Duck. Yes, I've been calling it every week. Have I collected the issues? No, because by the time I got around to having the extra cash to get it, I was already behind. But i got to say, I'm saying it publicly. There is a certain person out there, and they know who they are. Thank you. Thank you so much for the birthday present of the Howard the Duck trade paperback that collects issues one through five of the Chips Zdarsky. Oh, Sadarsky nice. Of the Chip Zdarsky, Howard the Duck. I will be getting the next one or two trades as it comes out. So, um, and I do have issue nine with Leah Thompson in my pull box because I am picking up that one. <laughs>
2: so, but
1: I'm so yeah i'm getting the books i've just opted with that series with howard just gonna have kind of wait for the for the trades but i am picking it up it's the same thing with some of these others deadpool and the merch for money um after thumbing through them in the store yeah i th- i think i'm gonna pick up the trades this is one of those i will get the trade um, which is going to save me a little space in my pull in my short boxes. I don't mm-hmm. have long boxes. I don't have room for long boxes. But um, this is how I still get some of the stuff. I, I'm willing to wait and, and, and pick up the trade and pick up the trades. Right. So, cool. so Eric, your third pick. My third pick.
0: And uh, hey, you might be seeing a little bit of a pattern here because my third pick is Daredevil number eleven. Uh, Written by Charles Soule, penciled by Ron Garney. The creepiest Daredevil story of the century... Dark arts continues. A serial killer who turns his victims into works of art is on the loose. Can Daredevil and Blind Spot stop him before he reveals his next masterpiece? Quote unquote masterpiece. <laughs>
1: okay, Kylan, your final pick of the week
0: is
2: Star Wars. Poe Dameron, number six. Uh, the writer is Paul Charles Soule, and the penciler and cover artist are is Phil Noto. Uh, Poe and Agent Terex are in a race to break out. Out of jail but with black squadrons surrounded by deadly inmates their only hope is bb8 don't be knocking yeah. the BB man oh, I'm not I I, well, I have no doubt that bb8 will get them out of it I just feel sorry for all the inmates that are gonna uh, you know, be on the receiving end of whoever that may be
1: well I remember reading last month um from oh what's it's Chris Eliopolis. Mm-hmm. That in issue twenty-five of Star Wars, it's going to be an R two D two story. Oh, really? So huh. that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's our picks of the week. Um. Looking at the time, do we go ahead with book club, or you know, or do we save we're it still for, or do we save it, save. F- save it for backstory and do a backstory this week? It's up to you. Um. Well, l- let's do this. Let me, let me put this poll out to you guys. What did y'all think of Vader Down issue one or part one? I mean, right, o- right off the top, I liked it because it had him out of his element. What about you, Kyle?
2: I, I have yet to read it. <laughs> oh. wait, hold on. It's on. It's a, it's a, It's on. Uh, it's on Marvel Unlimited, right? It is on Marvel Unlimited.
1: It, it wouldn't be the Marvel Unlimited pick in the month if it wasn't in.
2: Sure, I see. See. I. I. Yeah. I I can fake it, though. <laughs> you may dispense with the
0: pleasantries, Commander. So. Um.
2: Sorry, Lord Vader.
0: The Emperor is not as forgiving as he is, you know. That's uh, true. The Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. See? See? You, uh,
2: you know, considering that the, the man for, would, would force choke someone in a half a heartbeat.
0: You cannot escape your destiny. <laughs>
2: Like, I I still get the feeling that he was a little bit tougher than the Emperor. I just get the, I I think the Emperor was more bark than bite. Uh,
1: Oh, who knows? Mm. Who knows? Well, um, tell you what, let's let's save it for for backstory. Uh, Eric, let's go ahead and get into the September book of the month or book club pick?
0: The September book club pick of the month is actually, it's kind of like a BOGO deal. Uh, we normally just recommend one book to read for book club. This time around, I'm kind of breaking from tradition because it's a mini series, It's a limited run to begin with. Five, it is the Seekers of the Weird from the Disney Kingdoms line. Now, why I'm saying this is because this was the first time that uh, Marvel and Disney paired up for a series based on a Disney property.
1: Correct. And And this is the series that launched Disney Keeps.
0: Right, right. So when I say based on a Disney attraction, that's only partially true. Uh, Seekers of the Weird, it's kind of based off of the old original version of the Haunted Mansion. It's like the original idea for the Haunted Mansion Mm -hmm. was supposed to be a museum of the weird is a walk through museum.
1: And so that's kind of where this is taking from. See I d I didn't think I didn't think Haunted Mansion was originally I thought Haunted Mansion was Walt wanting a haunted house in the parks because that's what every amusement Secrets of the Weird was supposed to be his version of Ripley's. The it was originally a um, it was supposed to be the fourth Exhibit at the World's Fair that gave us Carousel Progress, gave us Small World, and the evening with Mister with Mister Lincoln.
0: Now, see, I that's not what the the book that I read was was saying. Is that these were like the most original? These were like the the very first idea sketches for. I mean, it was going to be a haunted house, but this was the theme of the haunted house, the Museum of the Weird. But I could have misread that.
1: So. I'm just going based on what um, when we had Brian Crosby, who at the time was with WDI. Was okay, then, us.
0: let's go with that. Regardless, it is the series that kicked off the Disney Kingdom series that also brought us Figment, Figma 2, Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and the upcoming... Hang Kiki on group. to them head! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the September Book Club pick, or picks.
1: Okay. Well... That's going to wrap up the regular show. Uh stay stay tuned for um for backstory, backstory on the podcast side of things. Uh we thank you for listening this week. Uh any final thoughts before we wrap up the week? No, I'm kind of no. thought it out. Me too. Well then, uh Jarvis if you would please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? No, just time to go dark. So, Squirrel Girl. I, I think New Warriors is the wrong, wrong direction. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. The, the
1: yeah. New Warriors is definitely the wrong direction. Uh, I, I think if they, want, if they want to do comedy, New Warriors is not the group to put her with. No. Mm, no. No. So I, I, I still think Gwynpool would be good. Well, maybe even, like you said, Howard the Duck. I mean, let's pull. Let's pull from that little universe that that Marvel has kept together. You know, the Gwenpool, the Howard the Duck, the um, Squirrel Girl. Um, I want to say there's one or two other characters involved in that.
2: Uh, are you sure Dupe isn't in there?
1: I'm positive Dupe's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mighty Marvel Geeks Backstory. Uh, why Backstory? Because when you read a book and it's, what, normally 22 pages? And then you get maybe four or five extra pages at the end mm-hmm. of a small little short story? It's called a Backstory because it's in the back of the book. Well, this is where we're putting the August book club discussion. is at the end of the book. Because I think we could actually have fun with this discussion. Especially since... Um, Vader the Star Wars Darth Vader series ends this month. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um is it that comes out in 2 weeks I think? Ne- not next week but the week after? Or did it come Something like that? Or did it come out this week?
2: Well there was something that was out this week. I thought um I thought it was Han Solo though. Ho-
0: yeah,
1: Han oh, Solo. You know was what, you're right. Han here, Solo right? comes out the week after. Um you know, I'm going to double check since we're right here. I'm right here. I can look this up. Um so, b- before we get into it, I know we discussed it briefly on the show. Uh, Eric, w- what was your, your, your thought? I mean, uh, actually, let me, let me get into it first. Um, okay. the plot summary of the story. It's a, it's a period of unrest, uh, in the galaxy, um, Darth Vader, the Sith Lord, Enforcer of the Galactic Empire, uh, has just learned that it was Luke Skywalker who was the Rebel pilot for blowing up the Death Star. Now, this has got to be twisting Vader's mind big time, going, Skywalker, is this my kid? Um, Vader is now more determined than ever to track down his son and turn him to the dark side. So, we're kind of getting that sense that this, and since this is now canon, this is where the beginning of the thought process is not not uh, empire strikes back, but he he finds out now mm-hmm. um, that he has that he has a son and he's determined and, and we kind of get that sense in um, in Empire as well uh, Luke who is still unaware that Vader is his father, fights against the Empire with the Rebel Alliance. New to the ways of the Force, Luke has discovered the Journal of Ben Kenobi and has begun investigating any information he can on the ways of using the Force um, and, the For- and more information on the Jedi. Uh, through the underworld sources of his secret ally, Dr. Afra. Vader has received word of Luke's location, the former Jedi Temple on the planet Vorgas Voss. So that's the plot. Uh, th- there were some there were some interesting Oh shoot. I am missing the action figure variant cover on this one. Um, th- I didn't realize it was. I mean there were there were quite a few variant covers on this. Uh, I'm looking at 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 action figure variants. Good grief. Wow. And, and some of these are brilliant. Some of these yeah, uh, the action figure variant, which was originally um, looking at it, it says place your logo here. I guess it was offered to shops if they wanted it to put their shop logo on it. Uh, but it looks like the three, six, it looks like the fifteen back, no, twelve, yeah, a fifteen back action figure. Yeah, the back of an action figure card. So it's got the twelve, uh, it's uh, fifteen on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So. And it almost, this almost looks like the it's the characters that had already come out on the action figure. Co- you well, know, it says it right here in the book. Action figure covers jumping straight from the pages to your living room and totally pretend three D. So, <laughs> so this so this, is, this is the 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 checklist of the the fifteen covers that have been done. Um, so I mean, so you got the the twelve. So, there's 14. So, you got the 12, uh... This goes up through, I think, 12 issues. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, 12 issues. Because you, you had the Lando on here. You had Vader from Vader number one. Princess Leia from Princess Leia number one. Um... You had the Boba Fett. Boba Fett, that was an exclusive cover to, to John Tyler to Christopher, which I wish I had. Um... And then there was more coming, and of course they're still doing this. Um, and then for Wonder Comics was a like a, a sneak peek. It was like a three pack type deal, yeah. Meloay, which looked cool. Um, the the book I, I really dug how um, one this was you know Vader was used as the theme for the first crossover in the, mm. in the Star Wars the Star Wars type uh, Star Wars part of Marvel. Um, now, in in this issue, you know Vader's tracking down Skywalker, who you know, of course, he just discovered it's his son, uh, and mm. he's heading to the planet Vorgas Voss. Um, at this point in the Star Wars chronology, Vader knows that Luke is his child, but the em- the Emperor does not, and he wants to keep it that way because remember we got the whole yeah. Sidious thing that played out in Revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. So, he's going, well, maybe if I got an apprentice, I could get rid of the Emperor, which we kind of saw play out in Empire and Return of the Jedi. Um, But as soon as he arrives on the planet, he ends up getting into a dogfight with a Rebel Alliance X-Wing squadron that's out on maneuvers. Uh, Obviously, it's not Rogue Squadron.
2: No no. Yeah, no, no, no. Um,
1: now, what's really, really cool is the opening scene in this issue. We see just how powerful and how strong Vader is, um, which you know tends to be overlooked by the writers. Um, but I think Jason Aaron pulled this one off big time.
0: Yeah, I no, go ahead, Eric. Well, I think one thing that most people overlook is just how good a pilot he was when he was with the Jedi. Yeah, I mean he was one of the best star pilots in the galaxy. I mean, we hear that time and time again. Right. But with a lot of people, all you do, all, all you see Vader do, walk around and force choke a guy. Yeah, you see, you rarely see those other talents which he was supposed to have had, and that we know he did have.
2: Right. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, even in a New Hope, you know, the, the, the time that you see him in the Tie Fighter, it's Uh, it's not impressive but if if I had gotten because I did manage to read it (laughs) but if I had gotten what took place at the beginning of Vader Down in A New Hope I think that would have added a completely different wrinkle to Darth Vader because they completely downplay exactly how powerful he is and what an amazing pilot he is at the same time they completely downplay
0: it yeah I mean in in the first part, you know when he shows up and there are three dozen x wings, he has outnumbered thirty six to one, and they say basically he is all over the place he he eliminates one entire squadron before they realize what's going on yeah mm-hmm. and it's only because Luke rams him that he finally goes down. If he hadn't a done it, <laughs> all thirty six would have gone bye bye.
1: Yes. Yep. 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 So, um, I mean, it, it, it's it, it's cool. I mean, to just s- you know, as we as you we were saying, now capturing and seeing seeing Vader's ship crash on the planet, making him too tempting of a prize or too tempting of a prize for for the Rebel Alliance to ignore, um, it would send the right message to the to the Empire if Vader was able to get caught. So, yeah. Leia and the Rebel Alliance—they're not stupid at all. Uh, mm-hmm. They send a full battalion, including the Falcon, uh, to make sure Vader is captured.
0: Okay, that's that scene right there has one of my favorite quotes from the book. Yeah, because when you say when you you see Han and Chewie interacting, you say Han says, "Get her ready to fly." <laughs> oh, just about the usual stuff. <laughs> yes, something stupid, something very, very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you you just can't help but wonder. And we've seen it in the movies, we've seen it in the comics, we've seen it in the in the expanded universe. You just kind of h- can't help but wonder if Chewie wasn't the brains of this operation after all.
1: Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, a- as we've been talking, I've been trying to get um the solicits for September up and I'm not seeing Vader number 25 in in September. So I'm now looking at October, and I apologize for going off the rail. But I know issue twenty-five has is not released. Uh, I don't. I don't think it has.
2: Let me. Uh,
1: no, it hasn't. It's coming out in October. Well, there you go. Uh, let me get an exact date. October twelfth. And a lot of that's because it, it's a 40-page issue, so I think they were given it time to really wrap it right, which yeah. I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. If it's got to be pushed back, we're talking a final issue here. Um, and just look at how we're talking about Vader Down number one. Of course, this was, a non, I believe, a non-award winner for 2015 for Best Mini mm-hmm. uh, or a crossover event. Um now, as we said, Leia sends a battalion. Well, obviously they fail. Um, of course, we all we all know they fail because we've all seen *Empire Strikes Back*. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, regardless, Jason Aaron nails the tension and the excitement, despite the fact we know how it's going to turn out. Oh, um, yeah. Jason Aaron captures the distinct voices of all the characters perfectly as well, um, just like he does in the regular ongoing title. That's going to be a sad day when Jason leaves That leaves the regular Star Wars title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, going to, that's going to be difficult. Um, he does a great job on the characters from Vader's own solo title that's written by Karen Gillian, like Dr. Aphra and her droids, which are kind of an evil, evil version of R2-D2 and 3 Oh, PM. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I love yeah. it. I almost wish... I mean yeah they they've gotten their own action figure treatment cover um in Invader 23 and 24. Um I almost wish I got to take a look at at the at the Astromech cuz I might be able to build that at uh, at Disney Springs at Once Upon a Toy. That would be so much fun. That would be.
0: Um but it's I just I'd love the way that you see a protocol droid and an astromech droid paired up and you immediately think R2 and 3PO. Well, yep. the thing
1: is but it, it, he's he's not really a protocol droid. Well, no. he's a protocol a tort- looking droid. Right. But he's a he's a torture droid.
0: Well yes. But these are like dark mirror images of
1: yeah. R2 and 3DO.
0: And yes. the thing is, they still kinda have that chemistry between the two. Yeah, of they them. do. They do. And and that just kind of makes it <clears throat> even more enjoyable. It's kind of like, you know, these two they're buds. They're evil buds, but they're buds. Right. It is so twisted. I am yes, you know, sitting
2: because I, I even as the uh, droids are talking, I'm hearing these horrible, horrible things and C3PO's voice, and I'm just like, "Yes." If, if yeah. I have weird dreams tonight, I blame Mike. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> so I mean, you almost hear Mister. That's one of the rewards you can earn <laughs> through Marvel like, Insider.
2: The thing is, I I, I I buy the majority of my comics from my local comic shop. I'm like, I'm I'm gonna have to find ways. To supplement that
1: yeah but use the digital codes you get credit oh. you get credit for the digital codes oh yes i believe oh. i think i haven't tried it yet, i, thi- I
2: think i think you do i thought i, saw, I thought i saw something about that because i'm definitely signing up for the i, I started to sign up for the insider it's uh, free as a matter of fact
1: it's free um but yeah it's I, you, you can't go wrong. Um, Marvel's definitely they've embraced it. I, I think I think Star Wars in comic wise is in good hands with Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the Dark Horse stuff. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I will say I I am a junkie for the Star Wars stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I go to conventions and I try and see if I could get a a bulk deal on. On the original titles, and for me, I don't care if the book is is worn. Mm-mm. That means someone else loved it before me Mm-mm. and loved it the way I did when I was growing up, and that just reminds me of this is how my book would look now if I still had it Mm-mm. from when I was seven to thirteen. Right. So I I'm after it. I, I'm trying to get the original run. Um, but I'm definitely taking advantage of the fact that I have the opportunity to collect everything now. As much as I have griped over the C through PO one shot, mm-hmm. I still have. And it. you have. Oh, <laughs> thank you for. Uh, paying me, uh, uh, thank you, Marvel, for making me pay four ninety nine for a free Comic Book Day book. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, if you were to rank this book one out of 4 lightsaber or one out of 5 lightsabers what would you give this this book 6 <laughs> actually you know we need to come up with a if we were to give this out of helibuses.
2: Okay. Helibuses, yeah. Helibuses.
0: Helibuses, okay. Helibuses. That's already
1: one out of five helibuses. Eric says okay. six.
0: This is this is one of the this is quite possibly the the best Star Wars comic story arc that I have seen.
1: For Marvel, yeah uh For only, Marvel, yes there's only one other that re- a more recent that I would I would compare I would compare this compare um with the dark horse line I would put it up against uh, Boba Fett blood uh Boba Fett Jango Fett blood ties okay which yeah, were, that's were fair. there fair. there there were there were two there were uh blood ties was um four issues and then there was a Boba Jango um Boba Fett's dead. That was also four issues, um, and, and I, I would put it up with that. But those really weren't crossovers, not like this. I don't remember. I don't remember Dark Horse really having anything that was a crossover.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think this proved that with all the modern cros- crossovers we've had, this is how you do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So
1: yes. if if they do a crossover for Thor. Or they do a crossover for Doctor Strange, which are books written by Jason Aaron as well. Have Jason write it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Have Jason write the the book that kicks it off. Let him set the tone for for characters he's involved with. And I guarantee mm-hmm. you, you're gonna get the same same thing. Oh yeah, because Jason wrote three of these books. Karen Gillian wrote three of the books. We're talking six books that was split between the two, and they're brilliantly done. Yeah.
2: That. I, I I I I would say I have to agree with with Eric because uh, you know not that I'm not Vader was a, is a necessary character I wouldn't say that I necessarily liked the character I never saw myself reading something that would pull me in and make me actually care about the character pre Return of the Jedi but this did I I'm I'm sitting there like wow you know th- this is so much more than you know walk Walking, no, walking his uh, star destroyer cape-flowing, yeah. random force choke Vader. Yeah. Uh
0: This is getting your hands dirty, Vader.
2: Th- this is a Vader that would make me scared. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, the, the that force choking thing, yeah, okay, you're like, the whole mystical thing. This dude, he is not, this is Warrior Vader. We don't get to see Warrior Vader. No, you don't. No, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm right there. I, this is, uh, this is like six hellabuses and two extra cup holders. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, for me, me, I, I'm giving this, truthfully, um, I, I, I'm giving it a Hella Carrier. Oh, dang.
0: Because oh, it, it, it's,
1: it's just... It, it's not good enough for hellabuses there's not enough hellabuses to to rate it it's a hell carrier okay okay that, that, that's all i got to say
2: uh I, I i will say and i'm i'm wishing that we had this show last week because my local comic shop had its uh annual anniversary sale going on and i because i have the urge to run to my shop right now and buy Vader down I'm serious
1: do it talk the, tell the store that this was the book of the month for last month and you want to buy it and you want a discount I, I, I'm... I'm. Brett, the Force choke him if he
0: doesn't.
2: I, I can't because this is the guy that kind of... This is the guy that keeps me in my Power Man and Iron Fist and Daredevil. And actually, no, this is the guy that whenever... You remember Deadly Hands of Kung Fu when yeah. it came out in the big magazines?
1: Yeah. This is yeah. the
2: guy that whenever any of those come in, he holds them aside for me so I can buy them and add on my collection.
1: Well, you, you got just got to tell him, do you know how much money I spend here? Of course you do. Throw me a <laughs> Oh, throw me a bone and, and throw me, me a, a freaking bone, bone here, and, and give me a discount on, on Vader Down. Uh, hopefully, yeah, I, hopefully he's gonna be. Str- hopefully, he only has like one or two issue, one or two copies in if shop. He do-
2: if he does, to be honest with you, because all the, the 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 Star Wars Star Wars section on Wednesday is. Pretty full by the time you get to Saturday. You know, I'm usually there on on Wednesday afternoon. But if I have to go back and get something by Saturday, that that thing is desolate. So,
1: well, how about you know. if he doesn't have it, go to the Amazon link on WeebieGeeks.net. There you go, and order it through through Amazon. It I help, will do it, that. It helps. It helps us keep maintenance here on the on the above ground, underwater, suborbital, volcano lair. It helps. It helps Kylan keep maintenance up on the the helibus, and it costs you guys. Nothing extra.
2: I, really, I appreciate it. I, I, you guys have no idea how much work it takes to, to tweak the helibus and get it up to these standard that we all enjoy and the iffy safety issues that come up when you retrofit a carrier engine to a microbus. But see, that's neither here nor there.
1: See, Nick Fury wishes the carriers did what the helibus does.
2: Are you sure about that? <laughs>
1: Nope. <laughs>
2: I Look, I, I took I took a can I, I took a Gatling gun and I took you know one of the jet one of the jets and the thing flies and we're all safe and sound. We just can't park at Taco Bell, yeah, you know, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, but the first time you fired the Gatling gun, I'm sorry, it was not meant to be a Ferris wheel. Uh, <laughs> good point, but it was fun and those and,
2: and those milkshakes were a lot more smooth. <laughs> yeah, they're way smoother. Yeah, just saying.
1: So, well, <laughs> I think that's going to wrap up book club. Um, <laughs> reminder: book of the month for September is Eric Seekers
0: of Disney Kingdom Seekers of the Weird Volume One, numbers one through five.
1: Yeah, it's a great read. So, until next time, on the behalf of Eric, Kylan, and myself, Mike, we bid you guys a happy Labor Day, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.
0: Later.